If you haven't heard, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Anchor podcast is free and convenient. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Savagery by Tracy A. Hanna. Chapter 3. Concupiscence. Part 1. I always find a way to learn a life lesson from every lover. There is something about each and every one of them that cannot be duplicated by anyone else. There is a certain quality about every lover I have ever had that I miss. It's that special something that made me have sex with them more than once. Whether it's their personality, appearance, the sound of their voice, or even the way they looked at me or touched me, there was a special quality that excited me to the core. There is always a fundamental quality about them that allows them to stand apart. Moreover, that attribute is not necessarily their looks. At this point in my life, That certain something is taking on a whole new meaning. I am changing, and so are my wants, needs, and desires. They are changing from sentimental to carnal, from affection to passion, from love to lust, from devotion to satisfaction, from the pleasure of making love to the thrill of hot, passionate sex. I had some of the hottest, most passionate, thrilling, exhilarating, soul-shakingly orgasmic sex of my life with a young man named Sebastian. I had known when I met him six months ago, he would be the game changer. I would have let him fuck me the first night we met. Some men, however, are worth the wait. Why did I make myself wait? Damn it. Our tawdry affair would be wrapping up right about now, instead of just beginning. Alas, nothing and no one could have made me risk my relationship with Philip. What a fool I was. It all started at a birthday party I hosted for my super single and yet very sexy friend, Nadia. Of course, there were wall-to-wall men and very few ladies. I knew everyone in attendance and everyone knew me save for Sebastian. He was invited by a friend of a friend, Joshua, who introduced us straight away. Surprisingly, he was no stranger to most of our guests. I remember thinking, wow, he is fine as hell. After which I chided myself for improper thoughts. I must now admit I had a mild case of concupiscence as I caught myself staring at Sebastian many, many times throughout the night, and he caught me staring at him too. In fact, I was so mesmerized, I did not notice when Philip left the party, followed shortly thereafter by one of the few women in attendance. 
If only I knew then what I know now, I would not have made Sebastian wait. But before I catch you up on last night's epic sexathon, dear diary, I need to write down everything I learned about Philip and his shenanigans. Philip has come to visit me once a month since we broke up. I did not write about it because these visits were ridiculously meaningless at the time. As you know, he had the pleasure of dumping me three months ago. However, the very next day, I had the satisfaction of rejecting him. Immediately thereafter, he witnessed another man fucking me. I thought everything between us was all said and done. Little did I know what perfect recompense that faded, steamy moment actually held. Early one Saturday morning, I was lying in bed, buried face deep in goose down pillows, contemplating getting up to answer the call of nature when my doorbell rang. I lifted my head just enough to peek at the camera out of one eye. I groaned when I saw Philip standing there, bright eyed, holding boxes. I reluctantly, lazily slid out of bed after the third ring. I went into the bathroom, sat on the toilet, and sighed in relief as my bladder emptied. Charles pounded on the door while I washed my hands. I looked into the mirror as I softly whined and pouted. One good fuck you deserves another, I thought, as I strutted across the living room floor, barefooted and butt-ass naked. I unceremoniously slung the front door open before I immediately turned and sashayed in the opposite direction. I returned with boxes to collect my belongings, Philip began as he made his way inside. His voice trailed off. I heard the boxes drop to the floor and I smiled. I heard footsteps approaching my door. I doubled back just in time to see Philip shove a man out of my doorway by the face. What's going on? A lady asked a little bit too loudly from just beyond the entrance. You brought people to my house, Philip? I asked, perturbed. I grabbed the doorknob and took a quick look-see down the walkway. There was indeed a lady approaching fast. I laughed as I slammed the door in her face, breaking her stride, preventing her from entering my home. I immediately bolted the door and walked past Philip toward the kitchen. He followed behind me like a hungry pet. Tara, I, uh, Tara, um, he stammered. I need coffee, Philip. Please shut up, I demanded. I grabbed two coffee cups from the cupboard and I asked, you want one too? To which he nodded with a smile. As the coffee brewed, Philip fussed with the boxes. All the while, I slipped into a pink silk and Venetian lace baby doll with my fluffy pink slippers. I walked past him as I strode into the kitchen. He trailed closer behind me than my own shadow. Although I could feel his breath on my back, I proceeded as if he was not there. I poured the coffee, added cream and sugar, and took a seat at the table. Philip joined me. Tara, I need to tell you something, he began. Don't bother, Philip. I really don't care anymore. I just want to be straight with you and clear the air. No, you want to hurt me like I hurt you, so you brought a woman to my house. Tara, I... I raised my hand and calmly said, Shut up, Philip, please. 
I can do whatever I want to do in my house. You cannot. I never disrespected your home like you tried to do mine today. I'm sorry, Tara. I just want it. I interjected. Nope. Please stop talking, Philip. Please. I looked into his eyes as I continued nonchalantly. All of your things are in the garage. I had them removed the day you walked out. I simply cannot bring myself to give a damn about any of this. I do not need a backstory. I do not care to know anything more than I already do. How can you be so cold? He pressed. I am more than certain Philip attempted to get a rise out of me. However, I replied dispassionately. Cold? Me? No. Let me ask you this. Why cry when I can come? And now that I am multi-orgasmic, well, well, must I go on? I finished saucily. But you never acted that way for me, he bellowed. Let me see your hand. I took his hand and guided it between my thighs. I masturbated with his fingers as I counted to 10. And then I came, hot, wet, all over his palm. And then I said, get out. What? Philip asked, confused. I stood up, ushered him to the door and said, goodbye, Philip. Load up your things and go. But, but, he wrung his hands nervously and then unintentionally wiped his palms dry on his clothing, a decision he would soon regret. I can't believe this shit, Philip. I installed a camera in the garage. I'll be watching. I smiled brightly as I added, your boxes are to the left. With that, I gave him a little shove out the door and slammed it shut. Tickled, I giggled as I watched them load the truck on my phone. Any minute now, I mused. It was hot outside. 90 degree heat at seven in the morning was not weather one would fool around in. As such, the trio worked as hard and as fast as they could. I curled up on the couch and continued watching them on the big screen. Before long, as I anticipated, all hell broke loose. Why the fuck do you smell like pussy? The woman asked vociferously. Both men froze and looked at each other like deer caught in the headlights. Philip was at a loss for words. His mouth fell open as he looked at his hands and then back at the woman. I fell over and rolled to the floor laughing. Reality TV in my very own garage. Oh shit, this is getting good. I soliloquized as I climbed back onto the couch. I'm going to have to save this video so that I can show it to my friends and laugh. You fucked her, the woman screamed. Didn't you, Phil? You fucked her. No, no, I would never cheat on you, he declared as he reached out to her. Philip immediately snatched his hands back and balled his fist tight. I could see his mind racing as the realization set in. I set him up perfectly, effortlessly, and without fail. He sweated while loading the truck and wiped his face with his hands and then again with his shirt. There was nothing he could do or say because the evidence, my juices, were all over him. The woman walked around him slowly as she sniffed him over and over again. Philip stiffened. He shifted his weight nervously. He looked at his friend and silently begged for help. 
The man smiled ironically and shook his head. He continued loading the truck like nothing happened. She slammed the door in my face and fucked you while I stood outside in the heat looking like a fool. The woman's villainizing accusation tickled my soul. Give me your hands, the woman demanded. Fuck this shit, Margo. Philip bellowed. Can we finish loading the truck and get the hell out of here? Hell no, she cried angrily. The front of your shirt and pants smell like pussy. Your hands smell like pussy too. You can't hide it, no matter how tight you hold your fists. I know you fucked her. Just admit it, Phil. Admit it. Admit it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm dying to see how you get out of this one, Philip. I said to the television. Go on. Tell her why your hands in the front of your clothes smell like my pussy. I'm aching to see how you convince her that you're not a cheater. Nadia warned me about Tara. I can't believe you fucked that vindictive, vengeful bitch. Margot yelled as she stormed off. Ooh, she mad? I mocked. If Margot had any doubt before, there is no doubt left now. I said as I laughed even harder. I could not have planned this any better. Nadia warned me about you too, Margot. Karma is a vindictive bitch with impeccable timing, Margot. Karma. Of course, I know this little melodrama is not over. I can hardly wait to catch the next episode. Tune in again next Monday and every Monday. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to follow. Music